yes back at it again fellas what's up what's the vibe episode 21 creeping up slowly but surely but you know you still catch yourself sometimes anyway welcome to episode 21 like i was saying of my podcast diary of a stoned asthmatic if you're joining me for the first time my name is christina with a ch and not a k and i hope you're good shout out to you if you're one of my long-time listeners, whether you've been listening from 2018, whether you started listening recently and you kind of powered through the rest of episodes, I want to say shout-outs to you guys as well. Welcome, welcome. What is the mother-loving vibe? I'm trying to, um, I don't want to say not curse because I can still, it, I, no matter how hard I try, it can still happen, but in my podcast expanding... I realize like it's not always I've mentioned this before very early in this podcast as well in it expanding I do want to be easy on the ears of those that probably can't take a fuck every three seconds because somebody told me that actually is because I probably got because I got some feedback recently too and I can get into my shout outs as well I can do them in between whether they come at the beginning at the end however they come but somebody told me that as well Recently, they started listening to the podcast, and I was giving them a heads up. I was like, yo, I curse a lot in this podcast. And they're like, yeah, I started to kind of listen, and every other word was a fuck. And I was like, damn. Like, that's okay, because, I mean, that's who I am, and this is my podcast. But, you know, I I can respect people. Like, there ain't nothing hard for me to compromise, you understand? So, I can try to ease it sometimes. If it come true, then it come true. But, and that's just me. But, yeah, so, welcome, fellas. It's everybody. Hope everybody good. There. I don't know what that is in this lot. Don't know then. I can't tell you what they're in in this lot. Don't know. That's the God honest truth. But I know that this is this supposed to be the last week. It's supposed to finish on the twenty eighth of February, and today's today's Tuesday is like Tuesday morning. Anyway, today's diary entry is actually quite necessary because, like. I realized I started by journaling because I needed to, but this is also my journal. Fuck, it's called Diary of a Stone Asthmatic. So I'm really, today's diary entry is called Triggered with the Hard R. I am triggered, like, urged, like, <laughs> I'm so triggered. It's so frustrating. Uh, disclaimer, if you're a nigga listening to this podcast right now, like, if you're a dude, I might, this is not a dude hate podcast. I do not, I try really hard not to do that. Because I still try to uplift my right, try to uplift everybody. This is an uplifting podcast holistically. But you niggas is pissing me off. Like, I come here and I say that all the time. You niggas is pissing me off. So, long story short, the reason why I'm triggered, and it, it started with one thing, but I got at least five points here for why I'm triggered today and why I needed to get this off my chest, right? So, disclaimer to niggas, it, I, I'm kind of going on a nigga rant. So, if. You ain't really feel like hearing that today. This is probably not the episode for you. That's okay. I also accepted that no matter how objective I try to be, I'm still a female. So, like, I'm going to be... But my feelings and my emotions, no matter how hard I try to not have... Not let them come from... Let them to... what? No matter how hard I try to let them come from an objective space in my conversations, especially with men, I'm still female and certain things can affect me because I'm female. You understand? So, I say all that to say. Sorry if y'all hear that little noise in the background. I just get paranoid sometimes when the phone goes dark. And I just feel like it's not recording. And I can't deal with that. Anyway, so... the Recently, I was having a conversation with a guy that I talked to. Right, so we're not, it's not that serious, he's not my boyfriend, he's not one of my hoes, and you see, this is why it's so interesting to get to know people, but anyway, we were having a conversation today, actually, this conversation came out today, and that's, I didn't even intend to do a podcast tonight, to do an episode tonight, but I was like, I also got be, remember I was dumping episodes, anyway, getting to the point, we were having a conversation today, and it, I don't know how the conversation got here. It was just leading conversation, good conversation. But it got to a point where we started to discuss, like, how how men think about women after they've had children, right? And just the mentality pertaining to that. And this is something that, like, whenever the conversation used to come up before, 
I think I used to just kind of avoid it because it realized it's very triggering to me. So there's one, some fucking nigga uh, recently on the internet. I'm not, I can't, I, I think I only learned his name today because the guy mentioned his name when we were talking because I brought up the video. Yeah, that can happen in between today, but I really want to get this episode out. It's done for like 10, 15 minutes, but we can try to ignore that, guys. Work with me, please. It's only, and it's early. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning, actually, by the way. <laughs> so, I I can't help that. But the guy, this video recently came out when the guy, this woman, and this how, this how it started. Because, again, this is a conversation between him and I, so we went back and forth. But I was telling him that I saw a video recently with this guy talking about how... This woman, he's this guy that's asked for advice. Y'all probably know who I'm talking about. He's wearing a suit, but I don't want to call his name because, again, no free advertisement, right? So he, this woman called into his program or whatever, and she was just talking about how she should approach dating, especially as a woman who has had a child, and how she, how she kind of, like, for lack of better terms, keeps the the coochie like she would make him wait before having sex and she was just wondering like how to approach that like I think she was genuinely asking for advice and this nigga had the audacity to open it. honestly and this way him and I this way me and the guy went back and forth because I try I tried to understand where he was coming from but in this conversation today with him I realized like it solidified for me that men would just never understand the female experience like that's just how it is men will never quite truly get it because they're men they're not going to understand the female experience so the guy essentially told the woman that she can't expect to want to i'm really going to summarize it and how i took it by the way this is my perspective he she said he told her that she can't expect to want to like essentially sell a car as a Bentley if it's like been used before and now it's like a Toyota. Like he was essentially telling her that she can't really hold out from the guy if it is that she gave it up in the right. She was talking about having sex on like the first day or having sex early with the guy. And he was like, You can't expect to hold out on a new guy because seeing that you had a child you it shows that you already give it up early before right auto wedlock right she was speaking about having a child auto wedlock too or like having sex auto wedlock or waiting for the ring to get right to give it up waiting for the ring to give it up and he was just telling her shit about how like she can't expect him to want to give her a ring if it is that she already got a child auto wedlock because essentially she pretty much like already used and he you don't want to buy a used car or some shit like that and i was like yo i cut that video off instantly because i was like you see this this mentality and that's how it ties back in with the conversation the guy with the guy was having today because then he started to talk about how women feel different right and how like obviously it's gonna feel different after a woman has a child and like again i i try to be objective because i really try to understand these niggas because I don't want niggas to just think I wake up, I hate niggas, or I just want them and that's it, I hate niggas or whatever. Like, I truly try to sit down, sit down and understand you niggas and understand why it is that I feel like you guys are, some of you guys are morons. That's the next thing. I try to convince myself that it's not all niggas, but then when I see perspectives like this and then I see men agreeing with perspectives like this, I'm like, how you expect me to not feel like it's all niggas when majority of you niggas have... Like, agree with this. And what's so shocking is, like, niggas might not tell you. You might not even know niggas feel like this until something like this comes up. And you realize that they agree with it. Which is what happens today in the conversation with me and this guy. Like, so he was he was just saying that, oh, you know, women would feel different, especially after she had a baby. And I'm like, like, for me, I was like, I was not denying the fact that obviously that's the case. But I was just telling him that the way that men talk about women after they have experienced them or not experienced them. even that we can get into that but even, but especially after they've had a child like how they regard the woman to be is very disturbing it's very disturbing and it's very sad and i told him like so i was so he was like i think i asked him if it is that he would like i think i asked him the same question about if it is that he will marry a woman that has had a child or whatever 
and he was just like just getting into the fact that probably now because obviously like he can feel like I can just cut the shit he can feel like she ain't got the tightest hole or whatever like I'm like and then I'm like so my mind automatically flipped to thinking suppose I I'm like suppose the, the guy that I have a child for has that or that mentality like, though, I start to get so upset because, like, that, that's why I said I triggered today and this episode is about being triggered because I was like, how dare you have the... Though, I just pushed out a, a fucking human being, though, chief. A whole human being. Are you worrying about my coochie being tight? I was like, I know people like to bring it. And first of all, I want to say shout-outs to all the women who have had a successful childbirth. And if this might be triggering to... Because some women, once they go to childbirth... Childbirth being successful does not mean that women did not go through certain things with it. So, like, I understand, like, having to get stitched up after, you know, traumatic things like that. Some women have had C-sections and stuff like that. Even talking about it, no, I kind of get shivers because I can't imagine going through something like that right now. You understand? So, shout out to all the mothers out there who went through something like that. Right? So, imagine, I tell myself, imagine me having, I have a child, and after, and we can get into how I had a whole, almost a heated conversation with my brother because of how men talking about they can, some men can imagine being in the delivery room when their woman is having her child or whatever. Because me and my little brother got into that, right? But I was just like, imagine I have my fucking child, I push out a whole fucking human being and you studying my fucking vagina again, back type though. And the thing is, I was like, Christina, hold on. Like, women might be thinking that, like, women that's that might be the first thing some women think you know what i mean like oh my gosh my vagina my vagina ain't gonna snap back and i hope that i have this mentality as well when i do have my child but i'm like first of all <laughs> right i just pushed like, can we start again by me saying i just pushed out a whole human being can, can can we acknowledge that let's start with that so i feel like for me that's going to be so high on my list like those things would definitely come after i think just who i am as a person as well might might just allow me to compartmentalize those things and again i can't speak because i haven't been through that experience as yet and shout out to any woman out there who's going through that transition period now as well where her body has really significantly changed and you're just working on finding your confidence again through that and i think i'm here to help with that i help you fucking realize what the fuck you just did because you're so amazing. You're, you realize your body is so amazing. You successfully were able to do that. And I just feel like you should give yourself even more patience, love, and grace that, than you are. Because that is some shit that some people are even running away from. I'm running away from that. Do you understand that? Like, I am literally avoiding that. I literally congratulate myself at the end of every year when I've had a successful period. Literally, I literally my period is about to finish. And I just said, all right, Christina, February, good job, good job. We start 2021 nice. You understand where I'm coming from? So, like, I want to really big you up on that. And that's why it pisses me off when I hear certain men having these perspectives because I'm like, this is so fucking disrespectful. Like, this is so disrespectful. Like, how do niggas have the audacity to say this thing? And I think... That's when it boiled all the way down to me that I just have to ask, excuse me, accept and understand that men are men. And that just means that and never none of them have ever experienced childbirth. None of them have ever experienced certain things that women experience. And that's why they would just never get it. And I just have to accept that. I can't be angry at that. And I think that's another thing that I wanted to come on here and say we I have to stop being triggered with the hard R by that. You know what I mean? Because I just have to acknowledge that that is literally just what it is. It it's just that. Right? So I feel like so that was number one on my triggered list because I don't like how men talk about women who've had children. I don't like it. I, I with regard to sexual interactions. So that kind of caused me to be heated in the conversation I was having today with the guy because I can't believe that he was having that perspective as well and went through just talking about... And I think he kind of understood where it was coming from in a way. Don't let me like make it seem like he was not getting it. But I just felt like I, I men that have that specific perspective about a woman's value being degraded after she's had a child are meant to definitely stay very far away from 
significantly far away from I realized that because uh, I was like you know what Christina you can't pin this on all men you can't pin this on all men but that's really scary for me to think man like and you know what I was gonna say this some of you niggas like and this this was so make it even scarier some of you niggas even though you might not like like it on Twitter or retweet it on um Twitter or even like it on Instagram or share it on your WhatsApp or whatever a lot of you niggas secretly in fucking group chats agreeing with that shit, you know, like, and, like, genuinely a lot of you, and then, like, because you might see how women retarded, obviously, you're trying to beat, so you don't want no women know that you agree with that shit because you see that it upsets her, so you're trying to beat, so you, you can be like, yeah, my fuck that nigga, fuck that nigga saying, but at the core, you really agree with that shit, and you just got, yo, I gotta be so careful with that, that's a wild mentality, because I realize, you know what? There are, and I believe, like, for example, my best friend husband is like this, and I say all the time, you know what I mean? Like, I hope I find my person like that in life to cater to me like that, because I really feel like he caters to her so well. But, like, it's, it's just, it's just scary. <laughs> That's so scary, man. So, anyway, we're going to move on to the next point, because we just spent 15 minutes ranting on that, and I got at least five points here. Right. So one of the first things I went through when I went when I went to school and turned out right was and this is kinda how I got where I am today with regard to my sex life. So when I first went to Trinidad, I had met a guy that I had really like no, I was at least a well into a year at least. I was well into school at least for a year or a year and a half, right? So I already, I ain't gonna tell like, I already done had a lot of fun. You know what I mean? So I met this guy and I was going through a phase where I felt like I just wanted to take a break with how I was approaching things. You know what I mean? I felt like I was moving pretty quick or whatever. So I met a guy. This this was very significant. This really impacted my life, by the way. But I can really summarize it today because I don't want to get into that story today. But essentially, I met a guy, and when we first started talking, I told him I was like, "Yo, I trying to like do things different, however." So we didn't have sets initially. Even when we got together and stuff, and things started to get intimate between us, I told him I didn't want to have sex, like or whatever, right? So essentially, we didn't, and. Eventually we did. Obviously, eventually we did, because that was the point we were together. We got well. We didn't. No. Let me say that. No. We didn't get together. We were never together. I never had the girlfriend title, but we used to fuck. You know what I mean? So I brought this up because another thing that was triggering me is how, and it goes back to this same thing about oh, how women does feel different to men. <sighs> men want a woman who's like tight or whatever or whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean but yet they still want women who are like experienced at sex and good at sex and shit you know what I mean like so I say that to say and I bring that story with the guy to say after I interacted with him after our whole our whole shit fell out or whatever he was the type of guy I realized he was the type of guy that and this this had me triggered he was the type of guy because we broke up because I lied to him about my numbers essentially shit started to pop off because I lied to him about the amount of guys that I slept with at that point in time. And I would say this no. I would not change how I did anything because I'm glad where I am at today with my character. But I do believe, I, I believe in holding accountability. I said on the last podcast that any man come asking you no for numbers is a little boy. And again, because I've grown to that point. But at that point in time, I don't think I should have lied to him. I do think that I should have been, like, I am now confident enough in myself to be like, first of all, you're asking me bullshit. That's a bullshit question, and you're asking me beer account. You need to ask me important questions. But at that point in time, it wasn't as comfortable as I am now, and I liked him about it because I liked him so much, and I didn't want to feel worthless. I didn't want to, him to see me as stained or as hoary or as a slut or as a girl that just does anything. And, and I can get into that fucking stupid ass mentality that was just created probably by men again. But um, because of that, I had lied to him about the numbers. And like I said, if I had to, anything, anytime I say that story or bring that story up to anybody, I always say I was wrong for lying to him. I was wrong for lying to him. But I should not have been in that space and I should not have made him feel, because he always used to talk about how he won't marry a virgin 
because obviously she she quote unquote would have been so clean to him or whatever and that used to make me feel bad because here he was having sex with me or whatever he wasn't seeing it as him staining me but I was to see it as me being stained by every guy I interacted with and it's only as I got older that I realized that's so much fucking bullshit like why am I making myself feel like that and I realized like the what's the word like I think I have to look at the definitions again of patriarchy and matriarch matriarchy I fucking it up I think y'all might know what I'm talking about but I just, I just could not allow myself to feel like that anymore. And that's when I realized, wait, so men could sleep with how much other women they want to and they're apparently not stained. But yet, and I know it took me a long time to get to that point, but women don't really talk about that, about having to go through that. But yet, I sleep with guys and I'm stained. I wasn't getting that, you know what I mean? So I got to a point where I realized, fuck you niggas. And is I could do whatever I want and is myself or funny. So I think about myself, that matters. And I know obviously I'm doing safe shit and what's not. And you niggas just that that mentality would just I don't need to have that mentality. I don't need to crush myself like that. Right? So I really grew out of that and that kinda made me again triggered into thinking so a woman has one child a woman has two children and that's apparent two children and that's apparently bringing down her value or whatever but y'all out here got four and five children and this not somehow degrading y'all value too like to me i think it would like to me i like no i was like okay so i gotta start seeing i but i don't want to do that because two negative people you know people say two girls don't make a, make a right but a long time ago, I realized I do not want to be like a man. I don't want to be... Everything a man do, I don't want to be able to do. Because he is strong in his own way and power. And I stand in my own strength and my own way and power as a woman. Right? So, I realized I don't want to be like a man because I'm not supposed to be. I'm a woman for a reason. And I'm supposed to hold my essence and my strength in that way. Right? I also really want to apologize for these roosters. And I hope y'all can still hear me and miss it. Because I really tried to not let it get to me. But yeah, um, and tonight not going to be super long. I don't think I can run to a whole hour tonight. But I did have a couple points here that were triggering me because they've been on my mind for a long, long period of time. So yeah, getting into it. Oh, shoot. Where my stopwatch gone analog by? Alright, anyway, I guess I can still see. It gone analog and fucked me up. I don't understand this. Not analog, it gone to the clock. And it, anyway. Don't let her distract me. Don't let her distract me. We still going. So yeah, I was like, um, I I right. So I don't want to be like a man. So I don't want to say that I can start seeing men as being of a lesser value if they have children and retort to them feeling that way about women because that's not gonna help the case. That's not gonna solve the problem. We still need to solve the problem. You know what I mean? Like and two wrongs, like I said, don't make a right. So I don't want to start thinking that. I do not. However, it is still frustrating. Like, what else can I do? Like, as a human, um, when my emotions get into play, that's all I feel to do because I feel like it's so unfair to do that to women. But and that's why that's another thing that's getting into my thing. Y'all talk, y'all thinking about oh, how these women stand or whatever, or like her value drops when she has a child. So you think women is just fucking wake up one day and and be breed? Like, like we eat a potato and all of a sudden we breed. So who the fuck gonna be these children? Who the fuck having sex with us? You understand? Like, so I don't I is I, I not quite getting it, not quite adding up. If a woman values this job when she have children, like, tell me, tell me something not clicking there. There's a common denominator with that. Right? And I, I I'm not saying this to hit on it, but like, do you not how are you putting all of this blame on one person? Like I just that that's and again I'm talking about a specific mentality and a specific perspective. Right? So that as like women women I I really wanna like kinda show y'all out again at this time because I really don't want that to affect us the way that it does. It's not it really shouldn't because we're really, really powerful, we're so amazing, we're full of so much life. And I was like, men is probably be like, oh, women is walk around like <laughs> they they also fantastic, however, and I did do not get me wrong. I did a Let's Talk Toxic um, episode where I did talk about certain toxic traits that women have 
because again I'm an I'm an objective person and I do know that there are certain things that women have to address as women and don't worry about that. That's the individual the cis community and we can handle that. Handle this within the nigger community, just this perspective of how apparently women's values drop after y'all have sex with us or after we have children because it not making sense. Where where they where is it coming from then? What is what is the source of the devalue then? Help me out. Cause it not it not two and two making five and when I went to school, I know it took me three years to get a little one in math there, but that two and two ain't making the sense. Right? So that was that was really triggering me. Moving forward, what was my next one? Right. I was gonna bring up in, in that conversation then I was gonna bring up the um recently I saw boot like again with Boozy talking about friggin' Laurie Harvey. Not freaking like freaking boozy talking about Laurie Harvey. Um, just in him are talking about that. But sometimes I just put things down here when I thinking about the podcast, but I realize I don't need to be giving them niggas no hype dog or giving them niggas no story. I will bring up though the whole situation with Neo and his wife. People were saying recently today how Neo has I realize I start talking a lot on this podcast and forget that I'm smoking. Anyway, people were saying how um, Neo was Neo's wife, Neo's first wife, can't have children anymore because she got her tooth tight in their marriage, but now Neo is on to a second marriage and is expecting his third child. No, the reason why I pause while bringing this up is because I do need to have more information on certain topics before I talk about it. And I wanted to figure out if it is that she did that because of the marriage or if she did that as her choice. Because at the end of the day, she could have made that choice for herself. She could have made it in her own. She could have made that choice for herself, regardless of if she was getting married again or whatever. I do feel like she could have been like, you know what? Regardless of if I get married again, I, I, I personally, as a woman, made this choice to not have any more children because I know what my body went through. She probably had, like, uh, I, and again, I don't know. I'm just saying, and that's why I wanted to research it. But then I'm like, how would I find this information? But I was like, you don't know if she made that decision for herself. Because if she did, then nigga, she, what the fuck? But she don't give a fuck about what going on with Neo and his other children. And it's not she made that decision for herself. However... If she did make that decision, which is why I don't know if I can ever get married, boy. Because, like, for me, I was like, no fucking man can't come and tell me about getting married or so tubes tied or, like, husband or not. But, again, I can't speak to that because I don't, I've never been married. So, I've never come to that place where you really had to have a conversation. Like, apparently, when you get married, two lives become one. So, like, his, he would have, you know, just, I guess, apparently a say in how you do certain things. Which is wild as fuck to me, especially when it comes to your body or whatever. Or maybe not, who knows, people's marriages are different. But all I'm saying is, if he was the one to be like, yo, I think she got this done or whatever, and she was just like, okay, based on him, that's some fucked up shit because I can't believe, I cannot believe in my heart and in my soul that you will make a decision because of a fucking nigga dog. Like, I can't. I really can't, like, I can't see that happening. I can't see that happening. And that's why, like, say I gotta take my time because, like... I would never do that. Like, just straight up. Just straight up. I would never do that. Like, they got certain things I don't think I, like, I could ever take the opinion. Like, I don't think I could ever be married and a man come and tell me to get my tooth tied. But what the fuck first? And that can get to my next topic, something that I'm triggered on. And interestingly enough, this is what I can say about the... But I can say, but I can do this shout out. No, actually, I want to shout out Raquel. Not Raquel, because y'all hear me talk about her all the time. Not Raquel. Raquel is my friend from the BVI. Raquel is a friend I actually met through my mom, which is really interesting. I met her through my mom. She was my mom's friend. And we just actually kind of got close. No, <laughs> that's pretty much it. We kind of built a relationship um, outside of her and my mom. So she's really cool. And she's the one that was giving me the feedback and was telling me, yeah, Christina, um... You got like two F words between every sentence. And the reason why I came on here and said that I do kind of want to cut that out a bit is because when she said that and the type of person she is, I know that she's the type of person to say to no other women that my podcast might be able to help and would like forward it to them, but they might not be as open to all the cursing. But I do want to get my message across. So that's why I had no problem 
saying, okay, I might dial back a bit on the cursing, right? So shout out to you, Raquel. Thanks for the um, feedback. Love you all the time. Thank you for this. But this conversation came up with her as well um, in terms of prenups, right? And she also talked, we were talking about something called non-negotiables in terms of things that you wouldn't, aren't, is a non-negotiable. You are not negotiating this when it comes to relationship. Is either this certain thing is going to happen or we're not going to be together. You know what I mean? Just because you are at a certain space in your life now or whatever. So she was telling me about her non-negotiables and I was telling her, you know, as I get older, obviously because like I said, I'm 26 now. So there are certain things that my life is naturally starting to filter into that it wasn't before and I realized prenuptial agreements are conversations that it they're coming up now and be, they're becoming realistic and I told her that it's something that I would like to do when I get married if I get married right because I again this marriage thing so wild to me right but if I do get married I was telling her that I would get a prenuptial agreement solely because I don't is and it's so strange because like I, I literally said this to her I said I'm, I want to be careful with that because you have to be careful how you manifest certain things within your life. So obviously I don't want to mar- manifest my marriage going bad, but I can't say that and I have a prenuptial agreement, you know? So I don't have the answer for that right now. I'm still figuring that part out. But I was telling her I do want a prenuptial agreement because I believe if anything had to go wrong, I have no problem because I know how I am and I know who I'm going to be. So I know I can be coming with shit. Like, so that's when I get on here and I talk about niggas. Like, I know the type of standard I'm going to have in my life. So that's why I know the type of standard that I want to have in a nigga. Because I know what I'm going to bring and I wouldn't, I would like this to be reciprocated in some form or fashion. Right. So I would like to have a prenup because I know I'm going to carry to a marriage and I have no, I want to walk away with all that. I'm nigga, what the fuck? Like. I have no problem splitting all this down the middle, all this down the middle. And I, you see, that's become fuzzy then now with things that you helped each other do. So suppose you help build his business or his life and or vice versa, he helped build your life or your business. So let's say he helped you start a makeup brand or whatever. Like that means that I have to be willing to split my makeup brand down the middle or whatever. And I think I'd be willing to do that because like I said, it will go both ways. You never know, right? You never know. And I just feel like it's fair for somebody to receive back as much as the work that they put in materialistically as they could. So a prenup would be a non-negotiable for me if I had to get to a point in time like that because I think at the core, I just really, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you niggas, you niggas is so interesting you niggas is so interesting and i think more than being a parent more than um heartbreak or whatever i just fear giving myself to a fucking idiot like and i think a man would be just be like oh well just don't give yourself to a fucking idiot but mm, and i kind of got into this in the one of the last episodes that i did when i said men know what they're doing in terms of presenting themselves a certain way at first and then changing later down the line to who they really are or saying their true colors. That might not always be the case. And there's another thing that came up between the conversation with Raquel and I. I was saying it might not always be the case where a guy shows you his true colors, but sometimes a circumstance in life changes people right? You're never going to know a person a hundred percent because you cannot foresee or estimate every experience that they're going to go through. And people change with every experience that they go through, even regardless of what is in life, whether you're together, whether they're single, people are going to change with whatever experience they go through in life. So a significant thing, and I have not done any sort of statistical research on this, but I do believe that a significant thing that really affects marriages is when a partner, whether man or woman, has lost their job or has like really transitioned financially in the marriage and things are even in a relationship it doesn't even have to go as far as marriage and things and it's going to bring out a different side of that person right it's going to bring a different side of that person so it it might bring a side that you've never seen before obviously because you've never experienced this specific state before 
right? So I say all the time, uh, before I get together with a guy, I want to see him hungry, angry, broke, like broke as fuck. See how he really gone like that. Um, which is strange because obviously girls have see, said, women have said they don't want to do with a broke nigga, but real niggas' characteristics come out when they're broke. I'm telling you. So, because, and then obviously you can't foresee things happening. So, you, like, this, this fucking lockdown hit and a lot of people marriages didn't expect it. So, a lot of people right now broke for the first time and seeing their partner reacting with that. They never probably thought they ever would have seen this person out before because they never been broke before. They never know why it's late to have to survive and scrunch. So, you seeing a whole new person, right? So, or even rich. That's the next thing. Let me go from that to that. Let me say you know somebody when they was done. These niggas switch the fuck up when they got some money. I got to see you when you up. So I got to see you broke and I got to see you when you up as fuck because people be changing up as fuck when they get up. You know what I mean? I got I got to try to see you in as many circumstances as possible. And I know that that's hard to say before you commit to somebody because those things might not happen until after you commit to somebody. But I guess that's just how it is. So again, for me, that's why I would have a prenup because you can't foresee certain things happening. And I don't believe, I do not believe that you should stick with somebody just because of, and I'm speaking, again, I'm speaking out of experience with this particular thing, but I'm going to have a prenup because, nigga, if you, if you do some cheating shit or if you do some shit or if I do, that's, that's the next fucking thing. I do not expect nobody to stay with me if I do some shit. Suppose I wake up one day and just decide to say, fuck all this shit, I'm going to sleep with somebody else and break your whole heart. I don't expect you to sleep with me and I expect you to get about every motherfucking thing that you came with. You understand? So I do not expect anybody on either counterpart, man or woman, to stick through anything that they, that no longer serves them. And I will never give that advice. Ever. Alright, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Because again, I said I didn't want this to have to run all the way to a whole hour. But, um, yeah. Oh, interesting. So it, 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 um, it tied into, uh, two more points and then we can wrap it up. But yeah, so a non-negotiable that I realized and I was thinking about this the other day. When I get, if I get married, <laughs> if I get married, this we're still gonna start up again. If I ever get married, I want to have separate rooms in my house. Or I think I want, I will do it in a relationship first before I do it in a marriage and see how it works out. See how it works out. But I do think that I want to have separate bedrooms in my marriage, in my relationship, solely because. Like how I live now, and having suicide, and having lived by myself, I do think that it is something that would actually be very functional and a good idea, especially when things, especially in certain times, like when you're on your period. Like I could just imagine, just literally, just wanting a space even to sleep. And I, I don't know if you have like a no, a no lock doors policy with that or something. Obviously, that's something that if I once I do it, I can, I can do it. I can generally do it and tell you how it goes. But, because, like, for example, you all ever realize some relationships work better when you have your own spaces, but then when you move in together, it kind of gets weird. So I think there's a way to do that, but, like, still have your own space, you know, where you're coming from, which is, like, moving into a house together, but having two separate bedrooms, you know what I mean? We could share a bathroom, probably. But, like, I just think that I that's something that I want to try, because I think it could be very functional and actually very healthy for a relationship. So... Yeah, that's something that I definitely want to try as it pertains to when I get into a very serious relationship, like a super serious relationship where we starting to consider things like that, right? So my last triggered motherfucking point, last thing I'm going to talk about because these real stories going to mess me up and it's literally like going off work off. But the la- and I really, if you've listened this long, shout out to you because I'm working on my retention time and I hope y'all realize that I've been trying to get into it more and also, those roosters have probably been annoying as fuck. Am I even going to publish this after? I'm going to see. I'm probably still going to publish it. I'm probably still going to publish it. But I really want to apologize for these fucking roosters. And thanks for sticking through the roosters in me, dog. I can't control that right now. I live in a Caribbean island. I can't. There's nothing I can do with that. And I'm not going to go out there and kill the rooster. That's not the type of person I am. I prefer the rooster over the kite. That's the god honest truth. I prefer the fuck. At least the roosters give me 15 minute intervals or some shit. The kite is just be going 24-7. So I, I take the rooster over the kite any day. You know what I mean? 
So yeah, the last triggering point that I had, which is something else that came up. I don't mean to open my boy like this, but again, y'all don't know who the fuck I be talking about. And I don't want niggas to feel like y'all, they, my listeners don't know who I'm talking about. They, they will only know if you present yourself to be like, wait, who the fuck she said, you understand? Like, they don't know who I'm talking about. So the conversation that's happening again today came up with, in terms of eating, right? And men who don't eat. No, the reason this triggered me is because, right, I've been that foolish. I want to say, I want to foolish bitch, but don't let me do that to myself. But let me, let me tell you right now, sis, between me and you, if you've been through it and if you're doing it right now, if you're in a situation where some women probably listening, looking at me like, girl, I can't believe you even did that. I have been in situations with men who do not eat, like sexual relations with men who do not eat. And I'm telling you, sis, if you're doing that right now, you're doing yourself an injustice and you need to leave. I've, I really done holding myself at that, like, to that, that I released myself from the shackles of that. That is so much bullshit. So that conversation came up between me and him today, him and I, him and I today, about eating. And he was saying he, he, he talked about only on special occasions, or eating for him is seasonal. Right, he talked about how it's seasonal and it's only happened on special occasions. So I was like, wait, how you mean special occasions? You, you, this fucking me up. I'm not quite getting it. So then he was like, how, he was like, oh, when your birthday is. I was like, nigga, you serious? Like, you serious right now? And he was like, yeah, like, he's, he don't, he don't eat occasionally. So I was like, see this shit here? After having experienced it, that's so much can Niggas just want you to suck their dick. And it's, I literally said this. Y'all niggas so perplexing, dog. You got suck a nigga dick before y'all fuck. You got suck a nigga dick while y'all fucking. And some niggas like their dick suck after they fuck while they come in. So I got to do all of that. And you can't even lick my vagina, dog. You can't even breathe on my shit. You can't even smell how this shit smells. Dog, you got me so fuck up. I tell you, you got me so fuck up right now. You can't even believe it. My chest here collapsing, chief. You got me so good. And I tell you, nah, dog. And I, I know, tell myself, I tell myself, any man that tell me that he don't eat is an automatic fail. That's an automatic fail, dog. I done with that. Like, that making sense. And I told him when I sit down and study it, it got to be showing me. I was like, dog, really, really sit and study this thing. You understand that I'm literally sucking your dick like i'm giving you oral sex you, i'm so into you right now i'm going to suck your dick and you can't even so i was like you know you know to me that's just saying that you're not you're not clearly as into me and this thing in as deep for you as it is for me and i know that some men will be like oh you think about it too deep but nah though temple take really sit and study it like that's something really intimate and you do it making that sense so that's showing me that so what are what are telling me about what you think about what I'm doing. You understand where I'm coming from? If you're thinking about it in a way, because this might not be all perspectives for all men, but for example, if you think about it in a way that it kind of disgusting or whatever because whatever does come to your vagina or whatever, like, you're thinking about it that way. So, yeah, I'm doing it to your dick. Will your dick does the same thing? You understand? You that you piss out your dick the same way. You that is going to the toilet the same way. Would you shit the same way? Would you use this for the same purpose that I use it for? And yet you having this perspective about mine and allowing me to do it to yours. You understand? Like that's so perplexing to me. And I realize like I and it just and I ain't gonna own my boy. And I kind of want to wrap it up. So that's why I ain't again to the other perspective that I usually might be. I can bring it up probably in another episode. But yeah, essentially, I tell myself with that though. So any any woman over here right now, if you're dealing with a nigga that do not eat, leave that nigga today. Like right now, block that nigga automatically. Because I realize that's some childish shit. And you don't deserve that shit. You truly don't deserve that shit. And... He, and it's so, I realize it's so important to really get a man. And we spoke about being equally yoked last, literally last episode. And it goes really beyond that physical shit. You see, mentally, mentally, you really got to get somebody that's so on your fucking level. Because I was telling him, I remember when Cardi B, Cardi B did a video, right? Where she was joking. Cause you know how she's taught. You know how Cardi B does talk. So Cardi B did a video when she was joking about how um women does get, women does either go and suck dick or men would... Anybody will give oral, right? Either, either partners will give oral after, like, eating all kind of wild shit. 
and what's not. And I was telling him that she got a point. I was telling him, like, you see, and he would... I told him if we had to go to dinner, right, and we had a whole three-course meal. You had all kind of steak, all kind of garlic, all kind of rice. We had all kind of chocolate for dessert, all kind of ice cream, drink all kind of alcohol, well and shit. Like, I tell you, we can't go straight home without no fucking and start having sex and doing oral and thing without no love. You ain't even got, I was going to say some floss or rub, like, we say you probably floss on the way home, but that was kind of pushing it in a way, like, no little, at least little Listerine, nigga. A little want to brush, cause you ain't got brush like you're brushing before you go sleep, but nah, chief. And I told him that, I was like, if we have to go to dinner and come back home and we drunk and have a sex and think, I'm so sorry, but you got like, you got brush your teeth though? You got brush your teeth? I'm so serious, you're not eating my vagina after eating all of that oil and all kind of bacteria anymore. I tell you so, and licking it on my vagina. I tell him that because, and then he was like, because we got into it when he was talking about why he don't eat, and then he was like, you know, vaginas. And I'm not making him sound like a child, but he was just like, just, he was really... He was really understanding that vaginas are very strange in terms of women having like different scents and how they could be set off and what's not. And that's very true. So I was like, how you can understand that in terms of women being set off and their vagina being so delicate, but you can't understand that I want somebody to brush their teeth before they eat my vagina though, or I will brush my teeth before I give them oral though because it goes the same way. I'm not going to put all that bacteria on your dick because you'll be exposed to the same thing that I'm talking about. And I told him, and then he was like, whoa, like, you real serious, that's a lot. And I was like, you see, any man, you see, all right, well, if that's too much for you, then too bad, because that's what the standard is for me. Like, that's my health. That's something that I put in on the table for me. So I realized any man that got issue with that, that's too much for you, well, too bad. Well, I'm sorry, well, you will find somebody else that that's too much for. That's not too much for, you understand? I told him, too, like, I get to a point now, too, like, if we had to, if we had to go to dinner, like I say, or whatever, Brushing teeth is like all you gotta do is brush your teeth. You know, I feel like we could do like, if we just went to a little dinner, however. I'm not so freaky about a shower. We went to a dinner, we had a nice dinner, we get real drunk, come straight back home. All we gotta do is brush your teeth and we could get straight to it. You understand where I'm coming from? A little one, two brush, too. We ain't gotta be nothing too deep, but just get off the main parts. Our little Listerine or something, and we could go. You understand? But I tell you, like, if I had to, because I'm, I'm from the Caribbean, I'm from Barbados, so if we had to go to a real party, a real jam down, a real outside, whenever we get back outside, you know what I mean? Like, we go to a cruiser saying, I both of we get all real stink and get sweaty and think, my man ain't a fucking in the car, ain't a came home and straight fucking for the bed. You be going straight in the shower, chief? You understand where you coming from? Like, <laughs> like, we could probably, like, um, do it in the shower. That'd be awesome. I know, but shower sex is very dangerous as well. And it can be kind of, like, ugh. But if you come in from something like that, it might probably be hot. But I just saying, like, there's certain standards when it comes to health that I just don't do it. Ain't no way I go and rubbing up on other people and then coming straight in my bed to have sex. What the fuck you think this is? Excuse me? No, please. No, 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 please. So, that's my... I want. I had to get out all well, those couple things off my chest today because, like, I realized I was genuinely motherfucking triggered. I was triggered. Like, these things were triggering me. Surprises roosted and tricking me tonight. But anyway, like I said, I want to thank you guys for, if you've listened this far, respect to that. Uh, thank you guys for being here, kind of trying to do this episode done. Like I said, I was going to do, that was going to happen in this lockdown. I, if I started, I was thinking about if I started talking too fast in the podcast, but hopefully by now y'all are accustomed to the cadence of my voice. But yeah, so it's literally like, Four o'clock in the morning, Rooster is giving me a break to say bye-bye, Rooster gone. Rooster, I, let me say bye-bye, please, let me say bye-bye. So, I wanted to also shout out, who else is shouting out? I shout out Raquel. I wanted to shout out Denisha as well. When I was listening back to the episode, Denisha was the vibe. Um, when I was listening back to the last episode, I was like, holy fuck, you know somebody that gave me feedback as well that I didn't get to shout out? It was Denisha. I should have shout out Denisha. So, Denisha, I want to show you all dog is not real down because even she was saying, Christina, girl, let's start listening to this shit and I was going to cut this shit off because I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? But she really stick through. She powered through and it's, I should have shot her at the beginning of this one, but I didn't. So, I want to shout out Denisha. I love you, dog. I love you, Dan. <laughs> I love you, Dan. Um, miss you, hope my outside open, we get to link up or whatever, but you know, it's always love, it's always love by the time, and when I do see you, I see you, so yeah, shout out Raquel again, thank you again for you being you, and I hope we could continue to grow together, I can try to cut down on the cursing, just in case it is you want to pass it, because Raquel's older than me, right, Raquel's older than me, I don't know if y'all got that instance, um, yeah, because I said she's my mother's friend, so she's not no, no, like, fucking 61 year old woman, you understand, but she's older than, she's more mature than I am, so I know that anything anything that she shares would be in a sphere of her of people similar to her age group 
and everybody might not be able to take the fucks like her. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I don't, should I pause that? I was wondering if women should start to pause certain things because I was listening back to the episode, last episode, and I said, when I started to talk about uh, my last girlfriend, I said, so I realized that's something I'm going to open up for you guys. And I was like, whoa, pause. Why that sound like that? <laughs> I was like, why does that sound like that? <laughs> so anyway, I don't think women should pause though. That's just funny. But anyway, so I think that was the two shout-outs I just got for no. I wasn't sure. Oh, I wanted to say that I have a, I can see from Anchor. I want to see the, I don't know how it's possible. So if you do, you could show me on, let me know. But I need to see the other analytics from the rest of the platforms that I'm on. But I can see the analytics from Anchor. And I just wanted to shout myself out because my first episode, I was going to, like two days ago it was 100, but it's at like 103 now. But I just wanted to shout out all of you guys because my first episode is actually now on only on anchor i can only say on anchor so i don't even know across the other platforms like i said but it reached a hundred and three listens and that's a big deal for me guys like i can't even believe a hundred that's a hundred and three people listening to some of the most random shit and what's so amazing to me is that i have no idea who these hundred and three people are like one or two people like would show me oh yes and give me feedback but like People all over the world, like when I see my analytics, I see that I have people listening from Ireland. I have people listening from some of the like, mo- I can't believe that people all over the world are just listening to what I have to say. It's so intriguing to me. So I just want to send love to each and every single one of you guys. Um, I'm about to head to sleep. <laughs> I'm about to head to sleep, but it's love always being here. Shout out to the fucking rooster, man. Shout out to the rooster for allowing me to finish. And I can hear you guys next time. I can probably try to do... Nah, I can stop telling y'all. I can stop blatant it. I say all the time I can try to do a certain amount of episodes before a certain time. And then I just don't do them. I literally just don't do them. So, peace and love to you guys all the time. Stay safe in this time. Boost your immune system. Nobody is saying that. Everybody's saying wash your hands, sanitize and stuff. Yes, still do that. But please do something to boost your immune system daily. Whether it be eat something or go outside to get sun, please make sure that you are getting at least 15 to half an hour of, half a, I was going to say 15 minutes to half an hour. Yeah, 15 minutes to half an hour of sun every single day. Like, it's really important. Like, I, I don't get to do it for myself all the time, but when I do, I'm very, very grateful. So, again, uh, boost your immune system as much as you can. Stay safe, and I send in love to you guys all the time. Here you in the next episode. I would try to do it before the roosters come and kill us. But again, peace and love all the time, guys. Bye-bye.